guys what's up it's your girl grace tori and i am back with a whole new podcast episode i literally have so much to tell you guys i feel like it's been way longer than a few days there have been a lot of uh developments in my life <laughs> i can't really talk about a lot of them yet but there are some things i can talk about i also have my dogs with me they are right next to me so maybe they'll make an appearance on this episode maybe not and for some reason my mouth is swollen and like my gums i keep accidentally biting them which is the worst thing ever if you did not know that um so if i just like randomly wince in pain or like have to cut this short it's because i literally can't talk which is actually the worst thing that could ever happen to me because we know i love to talk that's why i started a podcast yes Anyway, this episode is going to be all about um, trying to find your place in the world, really struggling, and whether that's in friends, your job, just like your location, like everything, because we've all been there. I'm currently there myself, and it's just not a fun place to be, and there's a lot of pressure on who you want, like everyone trying to get you to figure it out at such a young age, so... We're gonna jump into that, but there's something a little bit lighter that I wanted to talk about, and that is The Bachelorette. Yes, The Bachelorette, very important. I think there's two episodes out right now. I am uh, currently, oh, I'm currently only halfway through episode one. I just got through the entrances, but I already have so many notes. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this before I had even more notes and you know with my ADHD brain maybe we'll get back to it on another episode and I'll keep updating you if you want me to let me know if you like it when I do bachelorette updates um or I just won't because you know can't stay on one thing for too long and I'll probably forget so just let me know but for a little bit of a preface slash disclaimer the last bachelor season I watched was pilot p and then the last bachelorette 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 words are hard season was i think hannah brown um so it's been a minute i went to college and just kind of stopped watching i know i tried to watch it like with my roommate but we just got really busy so we tried but i like it because i kind of have no previous background knowledge i'm still really sad about chris harrison leaving i understand why and that's not what i'm sad about i just felt like he was a very important part of the bachelor brand and he was a big reason why i watched because i just felt like i don't know it's just like a familiar thing to me like i grew up watching it so um sad about that but i took a lot of notes so we're gonna go ahead and get into that i literally went ahead i literally showed you on the camera like you could actually see that okay i just need to jump into it i am everywhere today i just woke up from a nap so i'm like good i'm like good to go anyway the first thing I put is they look like really cute podcasters. Like they kind of remind me of like a little Alicia Marie vibe. Um, very cute. Their hair, adorable. I like them. The fact that there's two, I don't really, I feel like this is just setting them up for disaster. Bad, no. Proceed with caution. Someone's going to get upset, which we'll get to that, but... Either way, they're cute. They're really nice so far. They seem really sweet. Like I said, I didn't watch the season they were on. Clayton, I think, was the season. Didn't watch it. So as far as I know, they're really cute. They're really sweet, and I like them so far. I still don't know who is who after watching through uh, the entrances into the mansion. But also, I have ADHD. So wasn't paying that much attention. 
still confused on that but i feel like it doesn't really matter because like everyone's there i don't know i'll figure it out at the rose ceremony um yeah like i mentioned i don't know if being the bachelorette together is the best thing for a friendship like i just feel like that's gonna go downhill really fast and something's gonna happen as we all know men can get between relationships whether that's someone you were dating and you know your girlfriend doesn't like them and then you have to defend them there's a situation like that or whether the men the man is a snake and he tries to get between you there's just a lot of opportunities for things to go really really bad here so yikes i don't know i i just don't i don't know now talking about the entrances now there's a couple spoilers in here so I'm really not talking about like anyone leaving or saying, like I said, I just did the entrances, but if you don't want to be spoiled on the entrances and what's up and what they do, then like just skip ahead a couple minutes, girl. No worries. So the first thing I have is the choir. Why? Like literally why? I thought it was a great idea, but why did he have to bring up Clayton? I understand the storyline. But like saying Clayton sucks over and over, no. We could have just taken that part out completely. And like, I, I guess I understand starting with like, oh, Clayton broke your heart, he sucks, whatever. But like, just you're really beating a dead horse here when you say Clayton sucks. And like starting out your relationship, it's not the best by talking about how much their ex sucks. Like, it's kind of like in a job interview, you never want to talk about how much your job or your old job sucks. You just want to talk about all the great things you can bring. So I, mm, the choir was a solid idea. Execution, not there. Next is uh, why the baby chicks. I feel like the animal welfare advocates are currently quaking and it has to be again some sort of violation. He's just carrying them around. Like as far as I know through all of the entrances, which I think there's 32 of them, 32 entrances. This man just has baby chicks in his hands and I don't know much about chicks, but I felt like there was probably something that could have, I don't know, put them in, a, put them in, like bring a carrier for them. I just didn't like the idea of him sitting on the couch with these baby chicks, but that's just me being like an animal lover. I don't, I mm, was not a fan. I hope that throughout the night he finds like a safe place to put them and these poor chicks aren't just like, what is my dog doing? Luna, come here. I hope that he finds like a safe place to put them and these poor baby chicks don't have to go through all the interjections and stuff because that's a lot of stress on such a small baby animal but uh that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna like you know really go into that <clears throat> also i'm sick so yeah you can probably hear that um oh their dresses are always stunning i loved the when they announced that they were being the bachelorette um I don't know her name, but the blonde one. Her dress was stunning. Can I have one? Thanks. And then their entrance dresses, absolutely stunning. And then their hair always looks good. Like, it doesn't matter what they're doing. And all the previews, um, and like I said, I didn't watch the last season, so I don't know. But, like, so far, their hair always looks good. And I'm like, who does your hair? I need to know. Thanks. Um... Oh, you know that I'm a horse girl, but like the cool kind, not like the weird kind. So when I saw a guy ride it on a horse, obviously I was excited. A little, a little worried that, you know, a guy was riding it on a horse because like I mentioned, there's a lot of things that could go wrong here, but good for him. The only thing I want to say 
is the way that he yelled whoa multiple times mm, kind of showed that this dude has probably not been around horses very long um if he does he's not very comfortable around them to begin with so like there's nothing wrong with that, but I just feel like if you're going to introduce yourself as someone who's riding in on a horse, maybe you should, like, be authentic to that because I don't, like, they're probably going to think that this this guy's, like, a nature guy or something and then he's not. Like, I don't know. That's, like, just me being nitpicky because, you know, I saw a horse and I was like, oh my gosh, horses. But, I don't know. I don't know. The last note I have for this is... You know how they always put their occupation for like under their name and then their age? It gets more and more unhinged every single season. Thank you, Luna. Like someone, like Luna agrees. Someone said there were two guys that walked in. It was twins. And then there was another one that was really funny, but I can't remember. So like what would your occupation be? Because they are just, they're funny and witty, a little unhinged and like I'm, here for it so i was thinking about that and i feel like mine would be like podcaster i don't know people talker something really witty um food eater like avid food eater i'm very very passionate about food if you did not know that so i don't know self-reclaimed foodie that would be it all right moving on um that's what mine would be what would yours be comment down below but with that being said, that's all I have for this episode in terms of The Bachelorette. Hopefully, I will get around to watching more. But like I said, it takes a lot for me to get the attention span to go back to things. Before I jump in, I do want to say that I actually charged my camera ahead of time, the battery, after six episodes. So you're welcome. She's growing. We love the self-growth. So hopefully it doesn't die this time. Um... But yeah, this is just me procrastinating because I know that this might get deep. Maybe I'll cry. Maybe I won't. But let's jump on into it. So the topic is finding your place in the world. Usually I do like a note, like an outline or notes for every episode. But I felt like this was something that I should just like sit and talk about because I just, I just had a lot of feelings. And... Um, I wanted it to be authentic and raw and I didn't want to try and script it because there's just so much to say that it would take way too long. Um, so I'm probably going to leave some things out and then I'll think about them later and I'll be bummed that I didn't include them um, because I forgot. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. So where do we want to start? I guess the easiest one to really talk about, I don't know if it's easy, but one that we can talk about is location. Um... Because a lot of people can feel restrained by their location. I know for a long time I felt like... It's not that I hated where I lived or where I grew up. Like, obviously I loved it. And for a long time I wanted to move back. But when you're in your comfort zone, it's really, really hard to step out of your comfort zone. When you are comfortable and you have your bubble of friends and family in your life, it's just like revolves around the same things every day it's really really hard to just kind of put all of that on hold and do something that you wouldn't typically do at least i found it was really hard um and obviously the growth happens outside of the comfort so could you guys just hear that car that was rude wow okay um you know 
if you're one of those rare people who could peeper peeper okay i <laughs> english um if you're one of those rare people who can jump out of their comfort zone and can continue to stay where they grew up and stay with their friends um congrats be honest with yourself though don't just be like bullshitting yourself like honestly if you genuinely 100% are able to do that while continually living inside of your comfort zone like finding ways to step out of it then good for you and this is mainly for people who grew up like in a certain religion in a certain town like a small town or in a certain church or um you know you've had the same friends since kindergarten and that's really you hang out with them every single day things like that like if you are no stranger to growth and you know what it takes to step out of that comfort zone this isn't directed towards you this is mainly for younger people um yeah maybe maybe it's time to consider a location change especially like college is a great opportunity to do that that's what i did i didn't even move that far i just moved an hour and a half away and growth immediately started to happen did i like it at first no i fought it for a really long time but since once i leaned into that growth amazing things started to come together so um don't fight the growth lean into it amazing things will happen also if you have like a gut feeling that you're meant to be in a certain city or state and this isn't like a oh one day i hope that i end up here this is a i always know like i've always known i'm gonna go here like when i was little i always knew i was gonna end up in this city i just felt like i belonged here better um so it was kind of like a when college came i was like man i really like that city i've always felt a connection to it let's do it so it's something like that like it's not a want but it's just a you know it's gonna happen um if you have a city like that in mind then no, I mean, I guess funds and things are stopping you, but I mean, start looking for a job in that city. Start considering looking at um, apartments, even if you're not moving yet. Doing things like looking up apartments and knowing where you're gonna move um, helps you get one step closer. You're doing the law of assumption, um, so you're really just helping things come together. You're starting to manifest it and bring it to fruition um, because I think that if your location feels like it's a hindrance to you um no one's stopping you from moving i get that there's financial and things like that so definitely something um to think about but don't use that as an excuse like oh my finances are keeping me from moving girly no get your finances together save up maybe you'll get a dream job in your city and then you can start paying for um that house like don't let that hold you back next I want to talk about hmm, let's talk about friends because I feel like I don't have the biggest advice here because I'm in this situation myself I don't know if anybody else feels this way but I have always felt different like I've always felt like it's harder for me to make friends or I'm just like weird or I'm the odd one out and like really the only time I felt like wanted was in probably high school other than that i have never felt like people like go out of their way to include me and i get that i could do more things on my end but like i don't know it just seems way easier for everybody else to make friends and 
it's always been really really hard for me and for what like i don't know so i just never felt like i belonged so it's always been really hard for me to make friends i've actually worked really hard to be more outgoing because i've been very introverted most of my life um but i think college forced me to be more outgoing so try not to college for that um but even then like i don't know it just it's hard like i don't make new i'm not one of those people who makes a new friend every day it's like once in a blue moon and i get really excited about it but then i also have the instant worry of uh hello abandonment issues like when are they gonna leave because your girl has raging abandonment issues and i know i'm working through it i'm doing my shadow work but i don't know i mean i hope well i don't hope someone relates to this because i want you to like i, I hope your life is amazing and roses and flowers and you have all the friends in the world but if that's not the case and you do relate to this it makes me feel like less alone so like hi girl if you ever want to go get coffee and you're in lexington hit me up but i don't know i think that the best way to find people that are similar to you is to go places where you're gonna meet people who are similar to you like okay that thanks grace wow word word of advice wow um groundbreaking like for example i love reading so i'll go to the bookstore or the library and i'll hang out there um not the most social place um and i'm really bad at like saying like talking to people i don't know like it's really hard for me to go up and say hey i like your shoes or things like that so i like to go places where conversation naturally happens so another example would be um the coffee shop I go to local coffee shops a lot. I'll sit down and read and uh, work on the podcast because I know that people who love small businesses like myself and love supporting our community are probably gonna be there. So um, I end up seeing a lot of people my age because um, there's a lot of girlies my age in Lexington that support the local community. We have some really good thrift shops, which obviously that's like really, really trendy right now. Um, so many good coffee shops. So there's so many good small businesses um so there's a lot of support there so that's a one way like conversations will naturally occur whether that's talking to the barista or talking to someone in line like it's a lot easier to start conversations that way for me so that's one way to definitely do it i think also finding places where you feel confident so for me it was never really difficult for me to make friends in my major like in my equine major because i felt like i was in my element i felt comfortable i loved equine so i it was almost like i embodied like a different person like i was this confident i don't want to use the word young woman adolescent there we go i was this confident adolescent who was just like yay college the world is my oyster i'm you know, I was really good at it. I love, love horse trivia and knowledge like that. Like, let's do horse trivia every night. So I, I didn't feel like intimidated or anything. I knew I was meant to be there. So I think find something like that that makes you feel confident. It doesn't have to be in academics. Obviously, not all of us are nerds like me. But, you know, say you love gardening. Maybe go to, like, pick up a club in gardening or join facebook groups that has made a huge difference for me um there's you know i i'm in a plant facebook group in lexington i'm in a ladies of lexington group i'm in horse groups in lexington i'm in podcast groups in general i mean there's literally so many groups 
with people that have those similar interests where you do feel comfortable um and they're not always going to be in lexington they're not always going to or in your city um they're not always going to be right next door but it still grows your network um so that's something just things like that there's events at the park you can go to and things um in the community get out into your community it'll make a huge difference um but i i get you i I mean, I thought that I finally found, like, obviously, like, my best friend is still my best friend, but, like, she moved away. So, like, all of my friends are scattered across, like, four states, and none of them are, like, like, other than, like, new friends I've made. My older friends, none of them are in Lexington. So, just, like, life circumstances, which are gonna happen, newsflash, you can't really avoid everyone moving and doing what's best for them. Definitely be supportive of that. Like, I'm not saying I'm upset that anyone followed their dream and did what was best for them. I'm so glad that they did. Um, but, you know, that also means that sometimes you're going to have to move or sometimes you're going to have to do certain things that, like, you don't want to do. So, unless you live in, like, a really, really small town where, like, no one ever leaves, you're probably going to have to deal with, like, friends moving and it's not the end of the world. It just means you're going to have slumber parties slumber parties words and really cool places um but like obviously hanging out every single day is no longer an option uh so that's kind of what i mean by that um but it, i mean it forces me to make new friends and get out of my comfort zone and that's what it's all about right so i feel like there's a lot more i could say about friends but i really don't know right now if you want me to do a part two of this episode i'm happy to do it by the way um, I just feel like there's so much to say and yikes, so I don't even know. Um, but I think a big one for me and what I'm struggling the most with right now is um, finding something that I'm passionate about. So like finding my place in the world in terms of like my career because... I do not want to get stuck in the 9 to 5 monster where everyone just does something that they don't actually care about and it's just to rake the money in but you end up working 40 hours a week and that's like a lot like the rest of the time you're eating or sleeping like you're not really doing anything exciting like I'm not saying I wouldn't want to work 9 to 5 but it would have to be something that I'm passionate about you know because we're only given so many hours on this planet and I don't want to spend them doing something that i don't like i just feel like that's a waste of time and oh i'm not willing to compromise my happiness for a monetary value like i don't want to put a number on happiness um there are people who are willing to do that and they're fine and they their job's not their favorite thing in the world but they get by but that's just not me and i don't think it will ever be me so the big issue that i have is i don't know what i'm passionate about I mean, obviously, I love podcasting, and I've mentioned I would want it to be a full-time job, but kind of a big part of this podcast is podcasting while working a 9-to-5, and it's for those girlies who don't do content creation full-time because that was such a huge niche that I felt like podcasts were missing because at least all the ones I listened to, it was people's full-time job, and I don't want to get too much into that because I talked about it in the trailer. I've talked about it a couple times, but, you know, I want to be more relatable um, and I'm not saying I'm gonna get a 9 to 5 just for this podcast because like like I mentioned it would be great to do it full-time um, but 
you know, it sucks when like that's what I want to do and like eventually i think that that'll definitely be a thing i'm manifesting it now and you know there's been some really exciting things happen since i started this podcast but that day is not today so i don't know i guess the best thing i can say is listen to your gut don't listen to anybody else if someone tells you like if you know in your gut that you should you don't like a job and maybe you should quit and focus on a different career path don't listen to anybody else i've had so many people in my ear saying that i should do something or i shouldn't do something and you know a lot of times i've found this out it's a generational thing like just think about like the generation so there was a time especially in america when working was everything you worked even if you hated it and then there was a time where you know like summer of 69 and like the summer of love and things like that were a little bit more prominent so no one really grew up in our generation except for ourselves so um asking like parents or grandparents for advice take it with a grain of salt because again they grew up in a different generation so their mindset on work is just different and i actually did research on this in high school so or in college for one of my degrees um so this is a fact like their mindset towards work is different um based on their generation so basically what i'm saying is like at the end of the day it's your job it's what you're devoting your time to and be smart don't just be like you know, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this, dropping jobs left and right. Like, take the time to make sure it's something you do or don't like and be very, very cautious and mindful about what career, like, what jobs you are taking um, and making sure it aligns with something you could potentially be interested in rather than just doing it because it's a job. Um, because, you know, you want to give it the opportunity to actually explore everything but also listen to your gut and don't let anybody else tell you what your gut says. Um, and it's hard. I think it's really hard. And it's there's a lot of uncertainty in every avenue, in friends, relationships, finding yourself. There's just so many different like directions you can go in and there's really no clear cut answer. Um, and there's it's just it is what it is you know like there's so much uncertainty and it's terrifying um just know that you're not alone i'm right there with you i'm terrified as well <laughs> i literally just like cried the other night because i was like i don't know what tomorrow holds and i mean i think i've talked about this before i'm pretty sure but we're conditioned to know the outcome of tomorrow by the school so or the school system like up until you graduate high school or if you continue your education up until you graduate college you know that tomorrow you're gonna wake up you're gonna go to class you have homework due at midnight you're gonna go to bed you're gonna wake up you're gonna go to class you have an exam you're gonna go to bed you're gonna wake up you're gonna go to class it's the same thing and you have due dates and you know when the work's gonna be over you know when your goals are gonna be achieved you know when that grade is coming in and your worth is grade based i don't care what anybody says but if you can continue in the school 
you have to get a good grade. So in the eyes of the school, it is 100, your worth is 100% based on what you can bring them, i.e. your grades. Like, do they care? That's not to say they don't care about you or they don't want you to have a good self-worth or whatever, but at the end of the day, they will kick you out if you don't meet their grade expectations. And that's very clear cut. Like that is a very clear cut objective. So while there's some sort of uncertainty, like maybe you have a teacher who's not as structured as the others, or maybe you switch majors and there's some uncertainty there, maybe, um, you know, you have a crush and they said this and you don't really know how they feel about you at the end of the day. But I mean, when push comes to shove, there's a graduation cap at the end. You know exactly how many months, semesters, years it's going to take to get there. And you know exactly what needs to be done in order to get there. Whereas with life, once you graduate, there's nothing. If you get a job, there's no exact day where they say, okay, on this day, you're going to get a promotion. And you say, okay, well, in six months, I'm going to get a promotion and I'm going to get higher pay. So I just have to make it through six months. That doesn't exist. Very rarely. And, you know, it's just different. Like, it's not... It. I felt like school was a game almost. Like, here's all these objectives. Jump over them and then you reach this fun prize at the end. Like, it was very much a game. Um, and I, I've said, like, life's a game before and I play it like it's a game, but... This is a hard level. Like, year 23 is a hard level, guys, because you don't have those same objectives anymore and you it forces you to say, well, what path do I wanna take? Because there was only one option up until now and that was school, unless, you know, I it was go to college or not go to college. But for me, that wasn't really an option. Um, so now is really the first time it's like, okay, which path do we want to take and there's so many options and you can change your path in any time that doesn't mean you should like m maybe don't move states every two months and um get a new job every week and you know make a new friend and leave your old friend i don't know like you do you if you want to do that i'm not telling you what to do but what i'm saying is like maybe there should be some sort of stability in your life but at the same time like you are in control like you are the co-creator co in my in my opinion like god is the other one high or the universe um but you're the co-creator of your reality like yikes and i think that that comes with that issue of like where like what is my identity because for a long time we're conditioned to, like our identity is in our grades whether we want it to be or not so all that to say that it sucks <laughs> Life sucks, but we're here to get through it together. Um, and I think that the best way to find who you are is to keep pushing that envelope. Push yourself to get out of your comfort zone. Even if you feel like today is the worst day ever and you just want to sleep, The Power of One More, baby. I know I mentioned that again. It's because I'm currently about to read The Power of One More by Ed Milet. Um, but I listen to his podcast all the time and he's great. And I'm currently reading The Power of Now. Um, I can't remember who it's by, but you know, the power baby, we're feeling the power. Um, but pushing yourself to do one more thing to step out of your comfort zone every day, whether that's, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've never done this, but 
even just like following people that look like they could be friends with you on Instagram. And I've never done it, but I've had people DM me on Instagram before and say, hey, I'm moving to Lexington. Um, we look like we could be friends. Do you want to go get coffee? Like, I feel like that's not weird. Like, that's not a weird thing to do in my opinion. Um, so even doing that or reaching out to someone that you've always thought you would be good friends with, but it just never happened. Like maybe for me, like I was in a sorority. So there's a lot of girls that I was like, man, we could have been really good friends, but there were 300 of us. So we all just kind of went our own ways, but like we could have really been friends. Another car that is my 13th reason today. Wow. Okay. Rude. They obviously don't know I'm filming a podcast. Um, just pushing yourself to try new things and keep finding yourself. Um, I know that it's hard and I know sometimes you want to give up and it's okay to take a night off and cry. I know I do all the time. Um, and then take a nap and wake up tomorrow and try again. But as long as you're trying, take breaks, but don't give up. And I'm here to say that if you need someone to talk to who understands, DM me anytime. I would love to talk to you. I would love to be your friend. I would love to give you any advice I have. Um, you know, obviously I'm not like a licensed coach or anything. And if you feel like you're at the level that you need some better help, haha, no pun intended, maybe like therapy would be a good option, but I'm still there to give you advice on things. Um, if you need them as someone who, you know, a fellow human also going through things in life. But yeah, I think that that's pretty much everything. There's definitely things I missed. Sorry, this camera has been shaky this whole time. Um, if you wouldn't mind leaving a review i would really 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 appreciate it it would actually mean the world to me um go ahead and subscribe or follow depending on what platform you're on and follow me on instagram and tiktok let's be besties i would love to join my community we are a community of that girls who are all striving to become our own version of what that girl means to us so you don't have to be the perfect that girl but you can become your own version of that girl which is you know your own version of someone who's hardworking and things like that i broke it down in the trailer so feel free to listen to that but like i mentioned if you could fo follow subscribe like if you're on um youtube and comment or review i would absolutely love it it would mean the whole world to me it would help me out a whole bunch and i would greatly greatly appreciate it other than that i hope that you guys have a great wednesday or whatever day of the week it is for you i will see you in my next pod episode and i hope that you have a great rest of your day bye guys